0: Welcome back to the show. It's We Are Live. Big thanks, to everybody, for tuning in. If you missed the first hour, you can check that out anywhere podcasts are available. Huge thanks to you guys for tuning in, and huge thanks to all of our great sponsors on the show. Gardner, Travis, both here, everybody in the comments. You've had a big morning. We've uh, we've been going into a lot, but Gardner, you've prepared a lot for your Cocktober day today. Let's get into that and maybe some music. Others, maybe there's an award, I'm sorry, that we need to get to. uh, Where do you feel like we need to uh, jump right in?
1: Why don't we start with our Cocktoberfest playlist? Let's add two more songs. Are you ready? Okay. Please. Please. All right. Your first one. Joy Division. Love, love will tear us apart. Love Love will tear us apart by Joy
2: Division. Why is Joshua Jackson and Tony Hawk in this band?
1: Which one's Joshua Jackson? The far guy on the right. Okay. And
2: Tony Hawk's far guy on the left. I'll give I'll you give Tony me. Hawk.
0: That was funny. All right. <laughs> only two albums. Is that one of your favorite script? favorite things that Tony Hawk does, that he takes pictures of people who say, you look like Tony Hawk? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Back to the Joy Division.
1: Mm-hmm. No, only two albums by Joy Division, I believe. Um.
0: That is a lot of cultural significance for yeah two albums.
1: That's two albums. I don't
0: know this
2: song. I'll be honest with you guys.
1: You don't know. Love, love will tear us apart. No. Mm-mm. Was R. Kelly on that? No. Okay. He was not. Uh, of mm-hmm. course, uh, Ian Curtis, uh, their front man, mm-hmm. their lead singer, who's you can see there in the overcoat smoking a cigarette. Mm. Um, tragically. Killed himself. Oh, that's terrible. Before they set out, I believe it was the day before they were to set out on their first North American tour. That's it's awful. Terrible. Yeah. And then they later became New Order, the members of that group. Ah. So they joined Hulk Hogan. No, not. And the. Uh, no. Nope. nope. He was, in, he was in town last night. I was going to say, he we've was. got plenty
0: to talk about with that, don't yeah, we? We but do. Yeah, yeah we'll we continue do. down the playlist.
1: And so uh, we'll go with Joy Division, Level Terrace Apart. And the other song for today. Travis, you know this one. Oh, boy. Eminem. Af-
2: now, this is weird that you have an African-American rapper during Cocktoberfest.
1: <laughs> Lose yourself.
0: When you're the greatest, you transcend.
1: The greatest rapper of all time, Eminem.
0: Okay. All right.
1: All right. Look now.
0: We've had some great times during Cocktoberfest,
2: and I've uh-huh. allowed you guys. I've given you Why a Why do you go last on that birth. one song? I've given you guys a wide berth. A wide berth.
0: Let's uh let's slow our roll just a little bit. Why do you go last on that one song?
2: Because it's like nobody the, wanted to the follow white, him. The white rapper going to the back of the bus.
0: Huh. Mm the equivalent. Drake, Lil Wayne, Kanye, they didn't want anything to do with that. And They're then like, the Ooh. best. Mm, That's Right. Okay, that was it. hey let's great opening sets, guys. Mm-hmm. We're gonna let Eminem take it from here. Okay, let's slow down, everybody.
1: It'd be a poll question today: Is Eminem the greatest rapper of all time?
0: Ooh, let's 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 watch the world burn. <laughs> did you see uh just since we're talking about hip-hop in general uh Slim shady boy chance the rapper over the weekend hosted saturday night live
2: second time for chance by the way
0: had a uh had he <laughs> shouted a, well adam carolla was a verse in the monologue rap what do you say i'll keep it short and we can't play it or we get pulled Uh, It was essentially saying he's from Chicago, the second city, and he only likes the second best of everything. So (laughs) it was like, uh, uh, what was he talking about? Uh, There were just everything like you know, second whatever. And he goes, uh, (laughs) "Jimmy Kimmel's all right, but I'm a real fan of Adam Carolla (laughs) because you know, I only listen to. I'm only into the second best of everything. That's
1: funny. (laughs) That's pretty good. So Joy Division and. The greatest rapper of all time, Eminem, mm. on your Cocktoberfest playlist today. How you feel about that, Travis?
2: I'm happy he's joined the playlist. We finally got some rap on there. So that's good. I do... See, you guys are doing it in jest, and I get it. It's, it's oh. a shtick. A oh, is it? Uh, oh, but but people, who, you. people who say that uh, seriously are uh, the same people
0: who... Uh, stared at their mother when they got out of the shower mm-hmm. oh no so uh do you guys want to hear do you want to hear that lyrics real quick yeah <laughs> and it's a google ad thank you all right here we go ready travis okay now i love chicago the city that fathered me called the second city but that doesn't bother me i've got to tell you i think it's the reverse because sometimes the second best is better than the 1st mm-hmm <laughs> Whatever website this is killing me, it's going up and down a bunch. Sometimes second best is better than the first. Like, I don't like Google. I use Bing. (laughs) I like French fries from Burger King. (laughs) When it comes to Harry Potter, people give me grief because I prefer Percy Jackson, the lightning thief. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I only drink Pepsi, never Coca-Cola. Jimmy Kimmel's fine, but I love Adam Carolla. (laughs) And Robin Gibb. Favorite BG. Robin <laughs> <laughs> I hate Mario. Love the Ouija. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the kind of guy that likes the second best better. I'm the kind of guy that likes the second best one. I'm like DMC I like DMC better than run. Because <laughs> I'm the kind of guy that's the second best son. That's pretty good. And then yeah. there was another thing with Kyle Mooney. But yeah, pretty pretty solid. So that was a Cocktober miracle me talking through a rap.
2: Chance the Rapper, I can't put my finger on him. It's like he's maybe
0: that'd be assault. I probably would
2: be. He's like the Walmart version of Donald Glover.
0: What? I thought Chance the Rapper was like. uh, Wait, what?
2: No, he's like the Walmart version
0: of Donald Glover.
2: It's like off. It's. I mean, he doesn't like Donald Glover is stupidly talented.
0: Uh, Chance the Rapper is very talented. No,
2: not way better than Donald Glover. I don't.
0: That's what I thought. I don't know.
2: Have you like Donald Glover? Literally does everything.
0: Oh, you mean with? Okay, I thought you were just talking about rapping.
2: I'm talking like like as far as like a multifaceted, talented individual. Like I think uh, Donald Glover, and I think it's like Jamie Foxx, Donald Glover, and then like you kick down a couple rows. There's Chance the Rapper.
1: They're like the new Sammy Davis Jr. All
2: right. I I wish, honestly, Jamie Foxx, and it's probably not his jam, but I I noticed that he is uh, apparently uh, dating a comedian, a prominent comedian right now. Um, Because him and Katie officially uh, broke it off a few months ago. Gosh, she's out of New York. I'm going to, I forget her name. You'll probably know who she is. But fact of the matter is, I think Jamie Foxx would be really, I would love for him to go on tour to do. Uh, do a Sammy Davis type of tour mm-hmm. where it's comedy and music. He's done that before. I know he did it for his uh, I Might Need Security special, one of the best comedy specials Can of all he time. tap dance? Cannot tap dance, but Jamie Foxx is so good on his feet and he is so...
1: So you just it, you, it's updated then, is what you would yes. call it? Yes. I'm
2: a, I'm a big fan of Jamie Foxx. I'm starting to finally see him in more bigger projects. I, I think he is... Him and Donald Glover, like, I don't know what they have to do to get together for a project, but I hope they get together and do one very soon. They're very very talented. That would be awesome. I'm a big fans of both of those. Jamie
0: Foxx spotted with comedian Natalie Friedman hours before Katie Holmes debuted. Sexy Look.
2: Yeah. He's a tall, white girl. I guess he's into the tall, skinny girls. Tall, skinny, white girls.
1: Natalie Friedman.
2: Yeah, I've I've seen her set. I want to say she did something recently on Comedy Central, but I, I again, I could it. be wrong. But nevertheless, uh, chance the rapper very very funny on SNL to get two to, for a guy that's a rapper to get two hosting spots on SNL. He must have really resonated with the cast and Lauren Michaels. That doesn't happen a ton because I want to say he did it about a year and a half ago. He did the Let's Do That Hockey. Do Was that about he... a year ago? A year and a half ago, I think.
0: Do you think he surprised people? Like, they were like, oh, shit.
2: I think he surprised people in general. Like, I think um, he has a ton of personality, period. I didn't think people expected it to translate over to sketch comedy. But he does sketch comedy very well. He's very good at that. I don't know if he has that in his background, but he's surprisingly good. He's kind of like, I guess he's almost like uh, the new Timberlake. No, Timberlake snuck up on people for Mm -hmm. his sketch comedy skills. I
0: would almost say... uh, Which, by the way, I... I, I, Peyton Manning. There was a little... Peyton Manning, too. infatuated with his appearance because they were like, you're not supposed to be able to sell this.
2: Not only did he sell it, like, he was... I think it was the... uh, What was the United Way commercial? Where he was telling the kids they suck, and he was throwing (laughs) footballs at the back of their head. (laughs) That was one of the funniest sketches I think SNL's ever done. Peyton... And I think it worked for Peyton because we all expected Peyton to be this button up Conservative Square, and this a guy has got great go timing. On and yeah. you
0: see where you're like, oh, this sketch is, comedy it's not is not forever. No,
2: yeah. it's not. But yeah, shout out to uh, Chance. Congratulations on the second appearance. You know the show.
0: best thing about Fox and Glover, Travis? What's that? They almost have as much talent as Justin Timberlake.
3: Mm.
2: It's October. I got to let you guys have All it. All right, I, didn't I know if you lose it a little I bit, got to let you guys have
1: that one. All this talk.
2: Are we ready to learn? Un- Eminem is the best rapper. Mm-hmm. Ever.
1: What were we going to ask, Travis? I was going to ask, are we ready to Woo! announce
2: the Lifetime Achievement Award <clears throat> for the
1: second annual
2: October Fest?
1: Yeah, we are. Doom, 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 are you doom, ready? Doom, 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 doom. That seems like a doom, yes. Doom, doom, doom. Yes. Is everyone else ready? Uh, we are ready. All nuts, are you ready? Big day. It's a very deserving person. The inaugural. Cocktoberfest Lifetime Achievement Award. Larry Joe Bird is the recipient. Larry Bird, the hick from French Lick. Wow. This is a big one.
0: Can we get a close-up?
2: Okay, so we see Larry's stash.
1: Famous stash. Look at the hair in this picture. Look at that.
2: Yeah. And let's go to Chris's camera, and let's check out his stash. Compare that to Larry
0: Bird. Do we give it like kind of slack we had, I wish we had slack
2: a mouth? Look at that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's Larry Bird right that's there, baby. That's nice. Why do celebrate Cocktober, Chris? Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Larry Joe Bird.
0: Is it the man? It's also weird. It's light. Like uh, looks like I have a red mustache or like a blonde one. kind of strange. It, it is weird how yeah. that works.
2: Larry Bird. um, I wonder how divisive Larry Bird would be today, and here's what I mean: Uh Larry Bird was divisive for the '80s. Like up until that point, have we seen a baller of that caliber? We're talking about an elite baller that was that was white. Was who was prior to Larry Bird? Who was the elite white baller in the league?
1: Pistol Pete. Pistol maybe? Pete. Mm.
2: But he was it.
0: I mean Jerry West. I mean.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So that was, but Larry Bird. I think the reason why he really shined and why he, he first, of course, he came into the league same time as Magic. Uh, so you create a great rivalry between the Celtics and the Lakers. One that began. In college. college. It began in college. The 1979 NCAA title game. Michigan State versus Indiana State.
1: Those two right there. That's so wild. That's
2: so wild. And that rivalry, of course, entered into the league. And I I think Magic helped, for a wrestling term, get Larry Bird over. Oh, because, hold on, hold, on. Uh, hold on, let me, let me explain, re- let me explain. This is a no, 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 reverse screen no, no, no. book. No, 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 not necessarily. Here's what I'm saying is, as far as. You tried to pull reverse green book in October? No, the brothers were iffy on Larry. Like, in the sense that, man, he ain't that good. But when Magic was like, nah, he's that good, mm-hmm. that's when the rest of the league, I think, he was like. He vouched. He was like, nah, I didn't play in the mean streets at Michigan, and this bro, this white boy can hoop. Mm-hmm. And I think that ultimately helped and then of course Larry Bird's exceptional play and being the face of the Celtics for an entire decade certainly did it. but a white man in Boston a white man in Boston didn't see that coming. but it was it was that not like the it's perfect perf- out it's a of per- Central casting That's yeah,
1: perfect spot for Perfect our- spot for him. He comes from Indiana. Yes. He has the nickname The Hick from French Lick.
2: It's like, it was like, it's just obvious as Gordon Hayward being a Boston Celtics. Yeah. That's how obvious it was for Larry Bird to be a Celtics. Larry Bird was a bad boy. It just fit. Larry yeah. Bird was a bad boy. There are, there are times so where I'm just good. like, man, y'all overhype him. But then you look at the numbers, and you go, no, that that, that, that man was good.
0: play. And like, that was the era where like. You had to be
2: physical.
1: They beat the dog yeah, shit yeah, out they of each did. other. Yes, they did, Chris. I mean, was right. so good that. Travis actually Look at that. put this together. And hey, man. This is the album cover, the cover art That's for great. the Cocktoberfest playlist.
2: One of the greatest moments in All-Star Weekend history. And, Chris, you have mentioned it before, where Larry Bird is in the locker room full of All-Stars and yeah. says, which one of you coming in second place?
0: Which one of you assholes is taking second?
2: And Larry Bird went out there, and that shot right there, the ball is still in the air! Mm-hmm. The ball is literally. Look at that! You can see the ball boys underneath, still looking up. It's, the ball is still in the air as he's walking
1: off. Look at those legs.
0: That's some ball of shit right there. It takes a it takes a special person to not make people annoyed at their competitiveness, right? right. Like you can annoy people really easy easily by being too over competitive. But with Bird, everybody's like, "Yeah, it's Larry."
1: Well, yeah, and La- if you're good right right, right. if you can back it up yeah. <laughs> and then that was the
2: that was the other thing i think that really threw that really made 80s nba some elite shit because larry was talking mad shit to everyone
1: sinbad said he said a lot like i i would say larry bird i have that clip oh dude did he yeah when La- we had sinbad on oh, you have oh it okay now. uh i do yeah um, This is a big award given away. I had to go into the oh, archives. Oh, he you went here. into the
2: archives for this one. I mean, I'm curious. I don't think I was. Was I present? I wasn't present for not. this one. You were in New I York. Was I was in think. New York being yeah. an international screenwriter, uh-huh. and uh, I missed out. As one, you this do. One. Mm-hmm, as
1: I do. Uh, Sinbad talked about Larry Bird because I guess they matched up when Sinbad was in college. Shut up. At. Denver, University of Denver. Shut up! So I he, did not know this. He talked about it some. I
2: mean, I listened to our show. What are you guys talking about? I listened to that. Well, it's, a, <laughs> it's an int- it's an
1: interesting story.
2: Okay. Uh, well, fire it up. Yeah, I, I feel listen. like there's an M Night Shyamalan twist to this. There I haven't seen it. Okay.
0: Seeing Larry Bird on a court was that one of those moments? You're like, dude.
3: Oh no, we knew this. This guy. I
0: said, yeah. this is what I do. This Coming is that white
3: dude. This. We said this clans. This clansman. He was there. Remember he, before you guys? Remember he was. Very racist. Rough first. and tumble. No, he yeah. was very racist. Really? Yeah. I, I could, didn't know I that. Could give, oh, he, called, he called my boy the N-word. On the court? Dude, Christmas tournament, 1976. My boy Bobby's from Indianapolis. Turned around. I know Bobby. And his bird. Yeah. His bird in the face. The referee didn't see it. The crowd was going crazy. I'm like, man, what's up? Bobby goes, he called me in. So we all stand over him like, what? And then Farm a boy player didn't know. on his team said, yeah, he'd be doing that. All oh, his way, teammates said I it. said, what?
0: Really? Yeah. That's a surreal moment. Have you ever told that story
3: before? Yeah. I, almost, I got hate mail People he wanted to kill me. Oh, uh, because he's, cause I said, and he's changed. And what? I said, dude, but I, it I'm, happened. I'm being honest. Yeah. I'm, I'm honest, and I, I dig how yeah. he became. Remember him and Magic talked a lot. Yeah. But he became a different cat.
1: There you go.
2: I had to come from French Lick, again, I yeah. would imagine that.
1: Right Larry Bird. Here, right You in Terra hope. I've been in those parts before. I've been to Terra Hope before. Yeah. Passing through, thank
2: God. Mm-hmm. Have you? Yeah.
1: I hope to move a friend in there once. Really? Greg Ames and going to live there for a little Shut while. Shut up, really? That's where he uh, had a TV job for a while. Oh, he did the small market yeah. job before first? Before he jumped to MLB. Who, who was
2: that who wanted to kill or Bird? Or CBS Sports. Like, it was somebody in a game. Was it, was it Julius Irving? Was that the game, the Celtics and the Philly? Was that the big Maybe. brawl? I think that was the big brawl. That everyone referenced before the malice in the palace, because at that time that was the biggest brawl. Because I think that
0: real, real. like where he got
2: real, real. Like I want to say again, Julius Irving got one off on one. I want to say Bird, but Larry Bird pissed off a lot of people when he came into the league. A lot of people, which of course endeared him to a a ton of fans in Boston. Mm -hmm. He was. It was. It was almost. If you want to look at it, you can almost say that maybe Trump took a page out of Larry Bird's playbook. He was like, as long as these folks love me, forget y'all.
1: He played that white privilege card very well. He leveraged it very nicely.
2: Larry Bird was going to do whatever it took to win. And I think that's why people over time respected him, because he was willing to do whatever it took. But he also, I think, like, I I think he knew who to call the ballers who were bullshit, Mm -hmm. but he also knew to acknowledge the ballers who were badass. Like, I think he had a tremendous amount of respect for Jordan. And I think even to this day, I think I would never forget the moment when he was coaching the Pacers. And Reggie Miller hits the game winner, I think in game six of the Eastern Conference Finals, to send the Pacers to a game seven in Chicago. And it was one of the most dramatic game-winning shots in the history of the Pacers. And on the sideline, as everyone behind him is going nuts, there's just Larry Bird, stoic as can be knowing, I still got one more fucking game against this is Michael <laughs> Jordan. I ain't celebrating yet. And sure enough, Jordan would go on to win game seven. Yeah. But the guy just, Larry Bird was a badass. When it came to hooping, he was a bad. I can't, even me trying to go to the numbers, he still has those as well.
1: Um, Never let mean, the league in three-point shooting. You mentioned Jordan Believe there. it or not, crazy, right? Bridging generations here. Mm-hmm. We talk about the rivalry with Magic Johnson. But then also, Michael Jordan, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And even off the court, Ooh. that rivalry excelled some. Remember this? How oh, do I ever. This
2: is for your Big Mac, right? Mm-hmm. First one that misses, watches the winner eat lunch. Got it.
0: Off the glass. Get in. Nice shot. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. All-timer. One knee.
3: It's me. <laughs> off the floor. Off the
2: scoreboard.
1: Off the bankboard. No rim. Oh, he made it. Over the second rafter, off the floor,
3: nothing but net. Through the window, off the wall, nothing but net. What oh. you want is <laughs> what you get, and the out of the day. Off the expressway, over the river, off the billboard, through the window, off the wall, nothing but net.
1: All for Big Mac, single-handedly revitalizing the game of horse.
2: Unbelievable! I remember that commercial so well, man. I loved all those commercials growing up. I was so into it. Like the league really blew up at the right time for me. Like Did the league exploded uh-huh. for me, and I loved those. And he commercials. was a
1: consistent. Larry, Larry Joe Bird was a
2: consistent. And when he look, man, when they came out with the dream team roster mm-hmm. and they just kicked it off, we got Magic, Larry Jordan. I was like, well, this is gonna be. The most ridiculous thing in the history of sports. Mm-hmm. You're telling me Magic, Larry, Jordan, one team. Against who? Uh, well, shit, well, yeah, I'm showing up to watch this bad boy. Early 90s, went to Barcelona, they took the world by storm. Then they mixed in Charles Barkley, David Robinson, Scottie Pippen, John Stockton, Carmelo. John uh,
0: Hell no. On all these months, you're Pat Hewing? You're forgetting Christian Laettner. Seminal name. Of course,
2: how could I forget Christian Laettner? Very. I love well the thought of in October. I, and I love the Christian Laettner. Tim Overshack. Christian Laettner. <laughs> and then I'll that. not I'll over Shack, Christian Laettner got a spot on the dream team. And Isaiah Thomas did not. Yeah, well, but that was Christian
1: Leitner purpose. earned it no, the right way. Whoop. He played hey. the <laughs> game the right way. And
0: <laughs> and went to college where the coach went. <laughs> yeah. Or one of the assistants went, I guess. Christian Leitner was a badass, though. Christian though. Leitner. Dude, basketball, big fan. To Christian.
1: be, I mean. Cocktoberfest, loves him.
0: Easy to look at it and say, like, you got to take Shaq and that thing. You got to take baby Shaq. But it's also like, no, Christian Leitner, he was the, he was the anointed one. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you,
2: who's more American, though? Come on now, you got to throw Christian Leitner in there.
0: He doesn't like I'm the not mad at America selection, like, right? Oh, yeah. If they put Shaq on there, would that... I think I think it's I think
1: Christian it's only Lado, funny. Where's he from? Buffalo? Yeah, he's from Buffalo, played at Duke.
0: Krzyzewski they was, needed was, a was, next, was, there, was an assistant. Who was
1: the next
2: white guy? And not only was he in Buffalo, he went to a private school, I think, in Buffalo from the hood, though, from what I understand it.
1: He had the he had that attitude. He obviously, he, he grew He didn't grow light. up rich.
2: He didn't grow up rich. The to- they were
1: trying to pass the torch. Some, maybe. yeah.
2: He was white man poor, which means he had a two family household and they only had two meals a day instead of three. I think that's how white people poor work. Am I got that right. that right? No. <laughs> Congratulations to Larry Joe Bird. Yeah. Inaugural uh, lifetime achievement. Award. I
1: did have one more video I wanted to play. Okay. On. Yeah. And it's not any of Larry's made baskets. I mean, this is Cocktoberfest. What do we appreciate? We appreciate the bounce pass, the bank shot. You guys would love that. But we love assists. Oh, man. And the the bounce pass is part of that. I love a nice assist. So here's here's an extended montage of just Larry Bird assists. Larry Bird assists. A montage of Larry Bird assists. Not even shots. And
2: admire. Oh, boy. Here we go. The passing
0: skills. Larry Bird in action. Because he makes the game so beautiful. Oh. Look, at that, look at that pass! Oh, oh my goodness! A... Oh, How did he do that? Bird comes out on the move, dishes to Malone. Oh. Malone wraps oh.
3: <laughs> oh. up, stayed with it. Sicken with a hand. Tissot.
1: Out of the, oh. Oh.
3: He'll He'll oh, the <laughs> shoulder. Not to
1: pop out. Goes <laughs> right <laughs> around. Oh, behind the back. <laughs> Wow, look wow. Oh, How do you see oh, him? B- b- oh.
2: Through the
1: lane, left-handed blind oh. pass. Oh, what a pass! Bird, no. go. bird the Over, his head to
2: Over the head bounce pass! Oh, pass. oh Bird, trying
1: to get up. no! brothers. No. it steals it. Wow. Gives it up.
3: Play the team player right there bird steals it you can see it coming and look at the past of
0: a here's oh, hustle isn't that beautiful
1: team player that hustle. bounce pass bounce pass bird, you
0: gotta love to watch Larry bird in action because he makes the game so
1: bounce. beautiful oh another bounce pass behind
0: the
2: back
1: we saw bounce passes we saw fundamentals we saw hustle, a lot of hustle. we saw team player There's there like grit yeah, grit, grit, a lot grit. of grit, some grinding. Some grind, a lot of grind. And that's what... I would imagine he got up
2: early to get to the gym,
1: too. No, well, he's a gym rat, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. That's how you play the game the right way, and so, that's what we appreciate about Larry Bird, too. He's very he was able to, to mix all that in with flair and talent and do it in a humble way.
2: Mm, that's okay. Let's slow the roll. Oh, okay. Let's slow the
1: roll. So congratulations once again... To Larry Joe Bird. The I inaugural can be your winner,
2: hero, baby.
1: The inaugural winner of the Cocktoberfest Lifetime Achievement Award. He's getting so good at this. He
2: is getting so good at it. Any, who are the other nominees? Were there any other people in the running this
1: year? Some people wanted me to give it to my friend, Sean.
0: <laughs> Did Sean want you to give it to himself?
1: No. I asked him. Uh, t- I told him, uh, Not a bad idea, you know, I no. could give it to you, and... Um, We could have you just make a surprise appearance on the podcast one morning. Sure, and that would be interesting. I think I'd have fun. I think we'd all enjoy it. Yeah, it'd be something. It would be. But I wasn't. I wasn't confident he could show up on time, or if he was running late, be able to answer his phone or anything or anything really. With that, so I said. Yeah, I don't know
2: if we wanted Sean talking to Erica down a reception downstairs, you know, cool he's woman. been in the building before. Oh, okay, that's right. He's that's been that's in right. The office several times, <laughs> handful
1: of times. Um, but uh, that was one that was considered. Uh, I Larry Bird really for me was the go-to one with this. Uh, that's who I thought of immediately, and I didn't really deviate from that. So maybe it'll we'll see what next year has in store. Because uh, I haven't even considered a list. Mm. I thought of Larry Joe Bird and said, "That's it. This is it. Larry Joe Bird. This is that who it is. It. one of the
2: best to ever do it.
1: And this is someone who's represented and represented the right way. And thank you, Larry Bird, for all you've done. He is a legend. And congratulations for being the inaugural winner of the Cocktoberfest Lifetime Achievement Award. Wow. He is the whitest thing to ever white. And congratulations, to Larry. Mm-hmm. Bird. Thank
2: you for that. Big day. A lot of legend. He is a legend. Larry Legend is what they call him. Mm -hmm. Chris, I don't know if you knew this, but there were some legends in the loo last night. Yeah, let's hear about this. Well, it was Monday Night Raw in St. Louis down at the old Enterprise Center. And uh, in attendance, it's none other than the great Ric Flair (laughs) and a talk about a Cocktoberfest miracle (laughs) and a guy that probably was in second place for the Lifetime Achievement Award. (laughs) Hulk Hogan.
0: Hello. Oh, oh God. He?
2: I would imagine he didn't go to North City.
0: Is he back on the good foot
2: yet? He's on WWE's good foot. Yeah. That's what I mean. I wouldn't say he's on the good foot with so all of the fans.
1: Blues head coach Craig Baruby took a picture. With
2: I him. saw this. The same. I don't group. have the picture. Oh, no Jim Janssen okay.
0: made a good point. It was Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, and Craig Baruby. He's like, there's one very clear person who's the baddest of the bunch. Mm-hmm. You were watching old Craig Baruby fights. Oh, I have. Oh gosh.
2: Ric Flair, who. Look,
0: he was there God are a few times.
2: I think when if, when push comes to shove, if WWE run into money issues, they need to start selling the rights of their wrestlers mm-hmm. to turn into films. If there is a movie that I think the world is owed, it's old a Ric Flair movie. Ric Flair has somehow outran death on what I feel like at least twenty five occasions. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is still ticking. He literally had a stroke. I want to say, roughly six to eight months ago. And he's back on the road again with the WWE. The WWE is promoting the Crown Jewel pay-per-view, which is... uh, Where does that take place? uh, I think we have an idea as to where that's probably taking place. Uh, Our friend's over in the United Arab Arab Emirates. Oh,
0: that's where that's going. Uh,
2: UAE, so they have a huge deal. Oh, they do that each year. Yeah, they're doing that like they try to do it every six months. They have this huge 10-year... 100 million dollar deal I think I mean, with UAE
0: yeah.
2: and nevertheless they put on these big events and that's what they were here on Monday for Monday Night Raw to promote Team Hogan versus Team Ric Flair I believe but Ric Flair wasn't just promoting WWE my friend mm-hmm. when Ric Flair's in town he's also promoting himself
1: yeah and real, real, real quick here okay is it in the UAE or is it in Saudi Arabia oh maybe it's Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia. Oh, it's Saudi Arabia races, it is yeah. a big
2: yeah I apologize Yeah, that's Saudi. The Saudi people. MBS. MBS Mm -hmm. is, uh, Mm -hmm. and MBS is actually part of the, he was the reasoning for the WWE Mm -hmm. and Saudi Arabia teaming up because he wanted to bring more Western elements Mm -hmm. into the culture. Like they're now, I think they're allowing women to drive. Uh, Women can attend, but they can't be on the floor at these events. So he's kind of trying to modernize when he's not oh, killing really? Washington Post journalists. Yeah, he's modernizing the culture over in Saudi Arabia, and so they put on the crown jewel. Um, but you had another thing you said to show?
1: Well, Rick Flair had a Twitter tweet. Oh, did he now? Yeah. Okay, let's see Flair's kind of Twitter promoting tweet. promoting the crown jewel he event, was, but I also think... his appearance in St. Louis. Oh, that's right. And It says, as I head to St. Louis, home of the NWA, Keep in mind, I have more shower time than Team Hogan has ring time. And after Raw, I'll be in East St. Louis all night long. Woo! I think that's just smart. So
0: did he go to Roxy's last night? Is Roxy still open? I don't know. I'm sure he was. I
1: believe he was and he had said a, it was at They some had a shower. They oh, they did. Yeah. Good
0: point. They definitely
2: had a shower. I think I would not have been surprised.
0: Oh, there's Nathan's brother. Mm-hmm. Randy Orton. He's hanging out with what looks like with Team Flair. Is that the first time that's happened? Hey, are you Nathan's brother? <laughs> I should do that. That's nice. That I would like have been that. nice. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be for us. Yeah, that would be. Shout out to Ric Flair heading to East St. Louis. Yeah, Imagine the work he got. So was the event uh, well-ran?
2: At WWE, man, of course it was well-ran. It was a great event. I wasn't there, of course. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> did you see any of it? I didn't see any of it. How do you know if it was well-ran? I'm sure it's WWE. I had, somebody, you know. I had a friend there. Uh, what did they say? Said it was okay. Yeah. Said it closed out. It was a brutal closeout, he said.
2: Yeah, The I haven't watched. A, uh, the performances have really dropped.
1: Really? Last because of, of you? Wait, <laughs> hey, you just said i haven't watched but the performances I've no watched. i
2: haven't i didn't watch last night okay. i have watched wwe okay over the, i still have the wwe network i still follow along i was confused because i'm I've, I've become way way more casual uh, than i were in just even recent years of course i've been to wrestlemania may go
1: again next spring where is that
2: i think it's in uh orlando hmm. It's in Orlando. Just to
1: live right outside there.
2: Yeah, good time. That's actually where the performance center is for the WWE. That's actually where they train all their up-and-coming wrestlers in Orlando. It's like an academy. It is an academy. That's where everyone goes through or has to go through in order for them to be able to make it onto the main roster. I see. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I've I've always said, though, before, and I hear it's a rigorous process, but uh, they pull a lot of even stand-up comedians for writing uh for the wwe oh so it's something i've always said to myself i would love to challenge uh but i'm not like my other friends like the joey o's of the world who are who are born and bred in, and people who are like know the ins and outs of the entire industry like yeah. there are people who know this industry like, like it's yeah, that's a thing that like they they're going to get
0: weird on you if you if you mess up something. Yeah, if you don't like know the, the proper terminology, yeah, if you don't,
2: if you can't remember, I think that's actually one of the tests. One of the tests for new riders is well, name, uh, describe the your favorite match of all time. I and mean, like you almost have to describe it to. The T from the entrance into the finish mm-hmm. and if you can't do that then you can't cut the mustard so i don't know if i'm at that point as far as knowledge when it comes to professional wrestling but i do enjoy it casually it's kind of hard to let go it's fun it's silly fun it's guys pretending to be superheroes who are in amazing shape very good athletes
1: yeah i saw some
2: yeah you had,
1: had a uh, south Broadway athletic club the time okay we
2: moondog moondog yeah that was fun though Moondog was fantastic I was a lot of fun. man was chris high that night oh boy was chris high that night i have a. oh my god it was like he walked into the wrestling facility and he
0: was just like bro do you know where you are like dude you are high
2: it's, i have a describing photo describing
1: that correctly but of the wrong person mm-hmm. probably
0: i have a photo that would um speak differently
1: i've seen video as recently as yesterday oh boy should
0: I yeah, maybe I'll put that from photo that on event on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That would say maybe somebody else walked in high.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh probably one of the wrestlers. Our boy Dave, uh mm-hmm. remember the the barbecue festival that you snubbed?
1: I snubbed a barbecue
2: festival? Oh, down in Farmington. <laughs> that one.
0: I was like I Yeah. I snub everybody. Thousands of people came, but not Travis Durrell. He says he likes my uh porn stash and Nicky Brock. I don't don't encourage that, please.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Hulk Hogan
0: versus Andre the Giant, WrestleMania 3. That's Triangle Assassin's favorite match.
1: Oh, is that when he bodies? Like,
0: <laughs> is that like saying Stairway to Heaven's your favorite rock song?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it is. And well, the, uh, What's the match that made the Simpsons cry. The Simpsons baseball episode, Homer at the Bat. You can't say that. It's yeah. just too perfect. The um, one that
2: probably made you cry is that when uh, uh, Macho Man wins back uh, Miss Elizabeth. No.
0: Have you seen that? Behind the, the beyond the mat? What about when Earthquake uh, killed Damien? I don't remember that one. Jake the Snake Snake. Oh, boy. Got the, got the butt. <laughs> Jake. Then you interview Jake the Snake. He's like, oh, they died all the time. There were so many damn snakes. I had a <laughs> few of them freeze in plain corridors. And here I was crying at home because I thought one snake had been with him the whole time. And I thought the fat guy with the trailer park hair killed him with his signature move. Hmm.
2: I love that um, Yokozuna, the Japanese sumo wrestler.
0: Dude from Hawaii, right? Was Samoan. (laughs) (sighs) What about Papa Shango?
2: Papa Shango, who of course was uh, the godfather Later on in his WWE stand, who we met out at WrestleMania 31, could not have been nicer. Invited us, apparently, he oh, right. owns a strip club in Vegas, and he was so kind. He invited us out. A uh, very nice guy who played Papa Shango, and he also played, yeah, he played The Godfather as well. He played
1: somebody else.
2: He had a few good roles.
1: Oh, I'm watching the match that made me cry right now. Okay.
2: If you've ever <laughs> wanted to look at it, Vice has done a series. Uh, and I'm, I know I'm, I'm forgetting the title, but it's basically behind the scenes of some of the greatest legendary stories you've heard about. Right, you know, in wrestling. professional wrestling and the was... Miss Elizabeth and uh, Macho Man Randy Savage is devastating. I hate good Macho Lord.
1: Man. I hated Macho Man because of the match I'm talking about. Um, when he crushed the larynx. Of Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Oh no! On and the, the railing also. outside the ma- outside the ring. Oh my! Uh, he had already hit him in the throat with something, but then, Dragon Ricky the Dragon Steamboat was my favorite at the he time. Was Steamboat was the man. And um, Macho Man then went up on top rope, jumped off, and Dragon. And then the paramedics came out, and he's grabbing his throat, and they're rushing him out of the ring. And I was I was I was not doing well after that. I thought my wrestler was dying. Mm.
2: I will it's made tough. me cry. It's tough. I, I, I tell you what, I still think the most memorable entrance that I can remember as a kid that for the longest, they even talked about it in several documentaries how when they introduced Undertaker, that's when the entire, they said the, the industry itself changed because people, mm-hmm. children were legitimately afraid.
0: Really? Of the I, w- I remember, I remember growing debut. up
2: going like, oh oh I remember that I was like hey man hey, he, oh he coming out the casket oh hey, hey he can't be coming out the casket that'd be good <laughs> they put him in a casket and he came back out I don't like this guy hmm. and he was a badass man they couldn't they couldn't stop him for anything he had the really coolest moments, too. I remember the one time they set the Undertaker's uh, casket on fire that was really was, I was like oh my god he's in there I saw him go in oh, no oh my god and then, when they they uh, put the fire out, there was nothing in there. Well, I so like I, was, I was like, wait, wait, there. wait, what? And to this it's day, magic.
1: Man, you don't know how it happened, the how
2: black, happened. You know us, black people are magic.
3: Uh-huh. We like, oh, no, no, how you do that?
2: And then he came back to the next pay per view and he beat
1: everybody up. <laughs> it's amazing. what are you going to do?
0: That's an amazing moment.
1: You overcome death. That's pretty good. <laughs> Not a bad miracle (laughs) Oh, Oh,
0: Boys and girls You got any shout
2: outs? Uh, Who are you shouting out today?
0: Oh uh, Shout out to all you people Who have been coming out To Happiest Hour We're uh, going to We're going to push it It's Halloween this Thursday Get out Run your kids around
2: Ooh Happiest Hour Will be next week Next week
0: And then uh, I'll
2: update I guess Thursday's going to be My saddest hour Hmm.
0: Hmm. No. There you go Uh, No, shout out to, uh, let's see, shout out to The Joker for breaking every record ever. And um, how is this this giant movie? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. Um, I've been meaning to see it. I may go see it today. I may go see it today. Go see it today. I may finally check it it out someday. I think I
2: may check it out today. I've been wanting to, yeah, the fact that it continues to break records. And also, I just want to, I just, I need to know if it's, people are really saying it's, Oscar worthy, and I need to find out. They are just raving about mm-hmm. Joaquin Phoenix's performance, and uh, I have to check it. out. plus I don't, I don't understand the memes and the whole, the jokes and everything that go along with the film. So I want to be in them, the Joker jokes. Yeah, I missed the Joker jokes, but I really want to find out um, how strong of a performance well, and, and Todd Phillips, how good of a director
0: he truly is. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. I think it's doing all right. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's. What about you? I mean, Todd
2: Phillips. What he's She? He's got. Well, he's, he's broken two record, records. That yeah. for, yeah, he's got 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 to give him credit. where credit does is this kind
0: of what does this prove? Like, I mean, obviously it's a movie or a character that's been played many times over and it's classic, but it was a one-off, so it's interesting. So like, was it kind of like ushered in? Because like everything has to be part of a bigger thing now. It seems right. Yes and no. I think, I think I and... think
2: you can do. I think Logan kind of showed that you can be a one-off and not be necessarily a part of a universe.
0: But you're still so associated.
2: Yeah, I think and like I think there's a balance. And from what I understand the Joker they do at least mention certain elements of the DC universe, so it isn't completely, you know, separated. You kind of get references to certain DC characters. But I think you can. I would like to see uh, other studios who have properties, I, like Venom will eventually be a part of the universe but that was set up as on its own mm-hmm. uh, but now with their relationship with marvel they'll probably get spider-man and there will be some crossover there i will, i don't know was, Is there a particular superhero you would like to see a dark one-off of now that joker and now logan have been successful is there an... i don't know man that's tough i mean i'm trying to see what who else what one-off character would i like to see not connected to any universe villain or superhero
0: I think it, it, this kind of proves we're into the weirder, darker stuff. It... I
2: I think I would love to see. I wouldn't mind seeing a one-off from Magneto.
0: That could be interesting. I don't He's know a who he, that is.
2: Magneto is uh, Ian McKellen plays him in the X Men films. Magneto is he magnetic? Uh, Michael Fassbender plays the younger version of him. Is he magnetic? Yes, he can move anything with metal with oh, his mind. That's a fair guess. Oh. Yeah, and his backstory is he was. Uh, He was in the concentration camps during World War II. Oh, God. So he hates humanity because they killed his mother in the concentration camp. And um, he discovers these powers, and uh, he never trusts man again because of what took place during the Holocaust. So
1: they made him a villain?
2: Well, he becomes a mm-hmm. villain, but it's a guy yeah, that's like... You can understand it. Yeah, you can kind of be like, oh, well, you kind of like put him in a concentration Maybe camp he's and murder him. doing the Lord's work at that
1: point. Well, that's Child what
2: Assassin makes him such a... Howard the Duck back. Okay, we don't need a dark or... But you know what? That would be pretty
1: freaking funny.
2: That would be funny if someone made a dark Howard the Duck. Mm-hmm. I would be game for that.
1: Did he have a superpower? I don't
0: recall... I'm not sure what the whole deal was there. Mm-hmm.
1: I know they brought him back
0: for, uh, he was in the background of uh, Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: I got a shout out. are you shouting out? Okay. I'm going to shout out to college basketball one week from today. It's back. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. Should be good. First night of action. Where's KU currently ranked? They are ranked third.
0: Nice. Are there any porters that uh, can ruin our mm-hmm. season? not
2: this year. Pazoo oh. is uh, predicted by the media members of the SEC to finish 13th out of 14 teams in the
1: SEC this year. I love how college basketball starts. So it starts with the first-ranked team and the second-ranked team, right. Michigan State versus Kentucky, mm-hmm. and like a 6 o'clock tip-off right. at Madison Square Garden. Right. Followed by the number-three-ranked team, And the number four-ranked team, Kansas and Duke, tipping off in Madison Square Garden. So I love how they do this round robin each year. Or not round robin, but they kind of rotate who plays each other and they rotate cities. So the top four teams in the nation are all playing on opening night against each other. So I just like how that all starts. Should be fun. And Kansas... If the Maui goes as predicted, they could end up playing Michigan State in the championship game. They've got number 10 Villanova on the calendar this year. Nice schedule.
2: Only for them to be suspended and prevented from playing
1: in the postseason. There'll be a lawsuit. It'll go past that. Okay. So that's who you give me a shout-out to? hmm I'm going my shout Give my
2: shout out to the late Robert Evans, passed away yesterday. The Bob Evans? Uh, it's my
1: grandpa's no, name.
2: Not, not, not my Papa.
1: grandpa's name.
2: Not grandpa Evans.
1: What the fuck are you telling me? No,
2: not grandpa Evans. Grandpa Evans still here.
1: I'm calling him right no, we now. i don't have to do all that right
2: now. Robert Evans, the producer, Hollywood tycoon, man who saved Paramount, oh. the man who, of course, brought us Godfather, but also was not big. With Coppola casting a particular individual in the role of Michael Corleone. He did not want Al Pacino. Who did he want? As Michael Corleone. He, I, I don't know who he really wanted, but he was dead set Harrison Ford. against. <laughs> Always. Funny. He was dead set against. it. Like that was him and Coppola uh, butted heads over that one for a long time. Uh, which is fascinating that someone would not want. Like, that movie doesn't work without Al Pacino.
1: Well, I don't don't know. Maybe the other person would have worked. I don't think so. We don't even know who it is. I don't
2: know it's better than Pacino. So, uh, Robert Evans, of course, uh, famous executive producer of Chinatown, Urban Cowboy, uh, Mm -hmm. the godfather, the man known for saving Paramount from the brink of collapse, uh, and just a Hollywood icon. Didn't
1: Um, he have a TV show at some point?
2: I know he had a documentary, Kid Stays in the Pictures. It was based off his memoirs.
1: Where did I see him on television?
2: Uh, he's been on everything. Um, but he was, uh, he was, yeah, the man. He really was.
1: I thought he had a TV show or something. Maybe he did. Just about his life or like, uh, oh, it was uh, animated Kid Notorious. Kid Notorious. Really? That's what it was. Robert Evans. Comedy and, uh, Central. Yeah, tons of people uh, from
2: Hollywood giving him uh, rest in peace, love, and shout-out. So, all right. uh, to his uh, thoughts and prayers to his family.
0: Big thanks to Tech Electronics for helping us with the studio. Great work on the Cocktober work, uh, Mr. Gardner. Yeah. Thank you for all the uh, the preaching, Travis. We're back tomorrow live at 8 a.m. It's we are live. We'll see you then.
1: Bays. Congrats, Larry Bird.